The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome, my brother, my brother, me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy, and I'm doing this one shirtless. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy, and I'm wearing multiple shirts to make up for that fact. I am your baby brother, Griffin McElroy, and I am talking to you with my wiener. Ladies and so oh, you, you're not curious about that at all. You're already moving on. You don't want to know how it's working. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Is, the is only it like thing. a ventriloquist puppetry of the penis kind of thing? I or? can't do this with you. It's sort of it is sort of puppetry of the penis. Yes, Travis, except it's very it's a very literal translation uh-huh. of that idea. Let's just say I've been working on my urethra control. Justin, Got you want to keep going or? Yeah, I'm right. just going to. Right. OK, uh, uh, ladies, let me paint you a picture. I have just arrived from the shower. I've got my two tight Levi's on. My okay. hair is still dripping wet. Uh, do you guys you guys know Joe Mangliano, the uh, the the werewolf from True Blood? Uh-huh. Are you talking okay. about this? Imagine imagine him, except now imagine Joe Pantliano from The Matrix. <laughs> That's what you're getting right now. Uh, or perhaps actress Taeliano. Or <laughs> as long perhaps. As Chuck Mangione. Perhaps Imagine rock- Luigi and Mario. <laughs> standing Combined on into Chuck. one horrible person. <laughs> Just arms and legs and mustaches everywhere. That's me right now. This uh, is an advice show for the modern era where we take your quandaries and we turn them al- alchemy-like into into wisdom and knowledge. And, and I think growth. I think that's really our, our sort of focus has been in 2012 is growth. I want everyone to better themselves, and I want to mm-hmm. be the vehicle upon which you ride to betterness town. Mm. We want to be the hoverboard that you take to better city. Mm. That was the uh, that was actually the title of Joel Austin's last book, was the oh. hoverboard you take to... Don't get fucking brainy with us, he, well, trying he's to a, he's... say in names that you think people know when no, they don't. He's the religious guy. He's the He's the mega preacher, so... Is he? Oh, so he's like the the religious version of like Malcolm Gladwell, or no? He's the religious version of Tony Robbins, basically. Tony okay. Robbins is uh, is anti religion. No, yeah. Tony Robbins teaches you to believe in yourself, and Joel Osteen teaches you that God believes enough for the both of you. Okay, so you there's a eat. tiny God inside of you that you should also believe in. Does he have mm-hmm. giant teeth? <laughs> they all do. You you really can't be a leader of men without big big chompers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- that is leadership. I'm surprised that we the vehicle that we used to start the show wasn't my recent engagement. It's not like I get that it's like already old news, I guess, for you guys. Well, you were keeping. I thought you were keeping it like a secret. I mean, like I you haven't gotten it to social media. Well, just because I haven't tweet blasted it, you think I'm fucking ashamed of my of my new bride to be? You're saying this is an exclusive for NBNBA and listeners. Oh, we're dropping this bomb. Sorry, ladies. Hearts. Well, sorry, broken. ladies. The whole crew is taken, and suddenly a gasp went out from sorry, across lady. the land. Sorry, I- ladies. And so inclined dudes. Well, mm-hmm. there's more and than a over few. affectionate dogs. Well, I'll take it where I can well, get it. I guess. Are you saying what I think you're saying, Travis? Listen, dogs. Dogs that hump Griffin leg. Dogs want fuck this. I can't say. I can't like. I am flattered. That's all I'm gonna say about the matter mm-hmm. is that I'm flattered. But no, but I can't anymore legally. I legally can't, or else she will take me. She will take everything. <laughs> you built something. You're trying to build something. We're trying to I told you not to sign that pre prenup. Yeah, it's a pre pre, <laughs> and it is. Let's just say it does not favor this guy. Let's just say if shit go rough, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna need a place to crash for a while. <laughs> uh, I got a futon. So, pardon? You know yeah. you're gonna have to explain what that is, right? Like, we, a, why did you even pause? 
It's a futon that I left an apple on for you to eat. <laughs> okay. So there's literally fruit on it. Continental breakfast, baby. Okay. If you're good, you get a croissant there. Um, we're registered at Bath and Body Works. If you wanna, <laughs> just Bath and Body Works. Just Bath and Body Works. Yeah. Both I'm of registered. Our, both at... of our skin is just as so fucking ashy. Like we you, need you, it. You should have gone to Bed and Breakfast and Bath and Body Works and Beyond. Mm-hmm. That's the my place. Place. <laughs> the, qu- the quint the quintuple mm-hmm. <laughs> you should have gone to better business bureau bed bath works and beyond butter. i had all these goose prepared to talk about it like how i proposed to her by firing her ring at her from a t-shirt cannon <laughs> but was, and she was tragically killed and she and died on the market again i had to dig it out of her arm and then but it was very romantic after that after that one hiccup things were very romantic guys i, I feel like this is gonna be a really good one. I think shirt. Maybe I've been by not by doing it shirt head uh-huh. for so long that I'm I've been hiding my light under a bush a little bit. Yeah, I uh-huh. think so. I think so too. But if you like, when I'm around, if you could keep that bushel on hand still, uh-huh. that would be great yeah. for me. Sure. Well, I don't want to expel all my energy. Hey, let's get into some advice here. I want to help some people. Congratulations, Griffin. Oh, thanks, uh, brothers. Yeah, oh, yeah, God. Yeah, I, I don't need to congratulate life. you on our program. I did it in, like, real life. Yeah, but people didn't ceremony. fucking, millions of people didn't fucking hear that, Justin. I want okay. them to know that you approve. All right, okay, okay. Millions? Yeah. You're assu- <laughs> you're assuming that, like, after our crime spree, profilers by the millions are going to return to these clips and and look for clues that they missed along once my episode of doomsday preppers goes live like my (laughs) my google profile is gonna explode i can't keep up with all these alerts i'm getting google alerts daily thank you doomsday preppers i really hitched it hey griffin hey what i I just want to say i'm very proud of you and congratulations yeah thank you well thank you travis Justin, welcome, it just girl. feels kind of, it feels a little, I'm, a little I'm not hollow. Honest, feels too a little too late at this point. Yeah. I shouldn't really have to ask for it. Have it you is- guys decided what reality TV shows you're going to be participating in? Are we going to go? Oh, great question. Say Amazing yes to the Race. dress. Amazing Race. Say yes to the dress Atlanta. Um, I'm doing Bridezilla. action. I'm doing. Oh, three uh, weddings. Mm. What's three oh. weddings? Three weddings. You've never seen where three different. Women are getting married, and then they go to each other's weddings. Or is it like four weddings? I don't know. There's yeah. multiple weddings, and then they judge each other's weddings, and then whoever they decide had the best wedding gets a free honeymoon. Hmm. That it really like- is quite atrocious. But I was thinking we would just do we would just do doomsday preppers, but like a wedding edition. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so yeah. Romantic. So like maybe we could plan on getting married right on December twenty first, twenty twelve, and then like just sort of just sort of get ready for. For, for old Quetzi to come out of the ground and swallow his mm-hmm. whole. But, like, maybe we do it romantically planning around that. 19 maybe days we, left, people. 19 days left. What if we mount him and ride him into the into the heavens with our <laughs> love? Now, that would be a truly – that's technically eloping, I think. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Let's get into uh, the advice. Let's get into the questions. I'm ready to help. I have a coworker who has a language issue. He seems to think the phrase <laughs> – <laughs> Okay. Okay. He seems to... (laughs) God, you are 14 years old. (laughs) Okay, I can do this. I can do this. He seems to think the phrase, blow my load, means the same as the phrase, blow my top. He uses it frequently to describe when he feels angry. Needless to say, we all find this hilarious, but I don't want him to hurt his career through the use of this phrase. Should I ruin this beautiful situation by telling him or keep it a secret until he gets old? That's from Amused in New Orleans. Is it possible that your coworker just finds really random shit erotic? Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, if the boss tells me to finish our report sooner one more time, I'm going to blow my load. He, maybe he's like a very, he's a weird sort of like S&M guy where it's not like he wants, he wants a lady to step on his balls. He just like, he just kind of wants the printer to act up. You know? Mm-hmm. He kind of just wants to, you know, forget his lunch at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Carlene, if you don't get back in here and make a pot of coffee after you finish it, <laughs> I'm going to blow my load all over. On the place, Carlene. Oh, God, 
I don't have anybody like this in my life. You understand You understand that this person is a unicorn and this thing doesn't really happen. It only happens in American Pie movies. Why mm-hmm. the fuck... Why the fuck would you ruin it by telling them? Yeah, you you are currently working with a mid '90s SNL Rob Schneider character, and you need to just <laughs> you need to just keep keep that keep that roll rolling. You know, keep it keep it going. I'm I'm also willing to bet that if you even like voice a concern out. about telling him, you will be swarmed by like thirty different people. Been like, Todd, no, 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 you no. can't, Todd, you can't tell him. Uh, this is all this. I've got, Todd. My think my family th- life is shit. Think about this, amusing New Orleans. If some other uh, crank crankster had come along and fixed this before you got to it, mm-hmm. we would never have heard of it. Think about that for a second. That's true. Mm. And it wouldn't have brought joy to my life. Also, think about the fact that if you talk to this guy, that's going to be the in the Guinness Book of World Records for the shittiest conversation ever. Because mm-hmm. it's yeah. going to go, hey, Todd, that thing you've been saying, it means coming. And then he... <laughs> He's gonna fall to his knees, and he's gonna he's gonna lash himself. <laughs> Here's the thing: if you tell him, if you're the guy who tells him, you are immediately responsible for every single time he has mm-hmm. said that, and you have not corrected him. Yeah. Oh, great point, Justin, because he's gonna sit there and think, "Well, I said it to you. I've said it when to you, like when the boss's niece was around, and you didn't say shit. <laughs> you just let me keep saying it. What's the matter with you? Oh, hey, by the way." It means coming. <laughs> it does mean coming, sir. If everybody doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, they know. Everybody but this gentleman knows. Everybody it. except this gentleman has read Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. And is all, it that's, possible? That's all they say in that book is like, mm-hmm. well, oh, I'm, I'm going to go blowing my load. Blowing my load. But Don't they spank. also use it inappropriately, too. So, so the woman will actually say, oh, Christian. Blow my load all over the place, like that's <laughs> impo- That doesn't. I don't understand. Well, I've seen. Uh, I've seen. A few, I've seen a few videos. <laughs> Sorry, Nani. Yeah. <laughs> How about a Yahoo? Yeah, I'll give you a Yahoo. Um, it's Yahoo. I didn't mean to say that so sexually. That- Why is Thank it all getting dirty? So I don't know. Um, this Yahoo. Let's get innocent. Let's let's revive the innocence. This one was sent in by Steve Lewis. Thank you, Steve. It's by Yahoo Answers user Boris, who asks, Can doctors do plastic surgery on animals? I would like to make my cat look more Garfield. (laughs) He's already a ginger tomcat, but all it would require would be some large cheek implants, Mm -hmm. and he would be the pitting image of Garfield. (laughs) What would this sort of surgery cost? Your soul. Yeah, really. And also, more importantly, your cat's life, because the, no way would a cat survive that. It is It is becoming more of a thing. People are getting into it. Um, face, like, for instance, if your dog has a lot of sagging and it's cov- mm-hmm. their, their skin is covering their eyes from all the sagging, then the, you can get that fixed. I swear, I saw a Sharpay the other day. It looked like Joan Rivers. Mm-hmm. It's horrifying. Okay. Um, also, just, then there's fa- the you got nudicles. What about that? That's pet plastic surgery, right? I don't know what you're. T- I don't know what any well, of those are. You, you put are. balls on their fingers. That, no, nudicles are when you uh, give them testicular implants after you remove their their. their Why nudicles. does that have such an adorable name? I know. They sound, here's my problem. They sound delicious. They do. If you give me a ranch flavor noodle, I might actually go to town on that. If you can give me cool ranch. Yeah, I went to a macaroni grill and uh, they had a, a special for endless bowl of noodles. It was delicious. Justin, if I came home for the holidays to your house and your cat turned around at me and had a, a pure, like, Garfield face, like from the CGI Garfield movie. You, I, there would be a griffin-shaped hole in your wall. I, Adios. It, it would, it would be like, hi, everybody, and I wouldn't be there anymore, and I would never does, be there ever again. Does this gentleman, Boris, not realize that when he does this for the rest of his cat's brief, horrible life, yeah. every time somebody sees it and goes, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, I had those put in. Like, that's going to end that friendship. Mm-hmm. Or or whatever it is, the mailman will lo- no longer come by. He'll probably be taken to prison. 
Also, yeah. I think that the surgery, that it would require some maintenance because I'm pretty sure that, that we would be dealing with a like Rocky from Mask scenario <laughs> within within days. Yeah, they'll scratch their, you know, they scratch there. What if they scratch their implant and then it leaks all over the place? Mm-hmm. You gotta clean that up. That's mm-hmm. another mess. Aren't cats enough hassle? Better yet, what kind of back alley veterinarian do you think you're gonna find is gonna be like, what do you want to do? Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. You wanna put a uh you wanna put a fake voice box in, make him yeah. sound like Lorenzo music? I can do that. <laughs> I, can, That's I, no can adju- I can adjust his taste buds, make him just crave lasagna if you want. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh yeah, my cat and I are going through a several year long procedure to make him more like Garfield. Uh he's I give He's him got a plastic <laughs> Garfield face surgery. I give him electroshock therapy one day of the week. I will let you guess which day. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can probably suss it out. Well, I give I him have a shock gotten... collar, so every time my dog Odie comes around, I hit it just so he gets a nice, you know, nice uh, intolerance towards the dog. I'm currently getting iris removal, so I more resemble the uh, the character uh, that that owns him. I have also uh, broken up. With uh, my longtime girlfriend, so I am terribly alone. And I dyed the lady cat next door pink, so I might be arrested for that one. Uh, I also I know too much about Garfield. Garfield. Why is Garfield? Why is Why is Garfield so funny? Mm-hmm. But period. not period. But not in any way that his creator. Can harness why? Why is everyone else able to make Garfield funny, mm-hmm. but somehow the ability to elude it escapes mm-hmm. Jim Davis <laughs> daily, seven times a day? This motherfucker can't get the funniest strip correct. He cannot. Di- he is unable to see what he has made and and use it for good. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where Garfield minus Garfield is like some of the funniest shit around. But right. if he had just drawn that strip. It's, it, it, it would have been ult- fucking mind-blowingly terrible. Ultimately, the comedy that we find in it is a direct result of Jim Davis's impotence. That, right. this is his inability. Right, exactly. If he were more competent as an artist or creator, then we wouldn't be... But see, like, okay, you look at Garfield minus Garfield, or really any sort of deconstructionist Garfield rap that we have done. Right. It If Jim Davis had the artistic ability to really... To, to kill his little darlings, to, to have the sort of foresight, that, that scalpel, that artistic scalpel to cut away the inessentials of his comedy, he could be one of the, the great ones. Excuse mm-hmm. me, Bill Watterson. He could, be, he could be the greatest comic artist of all time, but he is unable. He cannot see beyond but in, in his a way, mediocrity. in a way, though, isn't that his legacy? This is what I'm saying. It's intentional. I'm saying that Garfield... People wouldn't be talking. Garfield wouldn't be as relevant as it is today, which is to say, incredibly relevant. Sure, yeah. If it was, if it was just like, if it was the funniest thing ever, if it was Mad TV, you know. Wait, excuse me. That's a whole different rabbit <laughs> hole. I don't want to go down right I, now. If it I, was, if it was the funniest thing ever, a la Mad TV, then people wouldn't um, be talking about it because there would be nothing to say except, "Did you see the latest Garfield?" And people would say yes and say, "I laughed so hard that I forgot to feed my kids." Uh, here's uh, uh, the Garfield Wikipedia page has actually been locked by Wikipedia because of quote frequent vandalism (laughs) it is a a serious problem for the Garfield uh, Wikipedia home Um, I I think he's great hey listen I, I, I love Garfield there it is hey and also I have another thing my husband often makes plans that include me and are at our house but doesn't let me know of said plans. I always find out my slash our weekend plans from one of our friends. It's not that I don't want these plans to happen, and I don't need or want him to feel like he has to ask me permission to arrange plans, but it would be nice to know from him, not a third party, what my weekend plans are. How do I approach this gently? That's from Uninformed in Indianapolis. Why must it be gentle? Yeah. How about you I say I feel like you'd be completely justified in going, Hey Frank, what the uh, fuck? Hey Frank, we were gonna go see fucking Argo this weekend, you dummy. <laughs> I I have the strangest feeling that maybe she has just told him 
by writing into their favorite comedy uh-huh. advice podcast. Maybe. I am so tired of being a pawn in your people's romantic relationships. Stop using us to break bad news to your loved ones and just start communicating. How do you pull that off, though? Because we're like 20 minutes deep now. Do you think she just sat there for 20 minutes sort of fidgeting, like waiting? Just like, oh, hold on. Something's going to be really germane to where we you are. are. Yeah, you also <laughs> have to remember, Justin, we get sent like 150 questions a week and we maybe do four. Mm-hmm. So that's really a Russian roulette style of breaking news because after an hour and five minutes, usually, if we haven't said it, you got to turn to and go, hey, by the way, tell me when you make fucking plans. Mm-hmm. We're going to go see Argo. Why is he not making these plans with you? That's why I want to know. Uninformed? Why is he no, not saying no, what do no, you listen, want? I understand being out in the world and, you know, you see some friends and they're like, hey, what are you up to this weekend? And you say, I don't know, let's hang out. You know, you guys can stop by and maybe play some cards or something. But then your next step <laughs> is to call your SO and be like, hey, honey, is this cool or should we figure something else out or what were you thinking? No one will leap to inconsiderate spousal behaviors defense quicker than Travis will. Tra- Travis needs to keep the uh, the bridge open for whatever sort of uh, inappropriate conduct that he that he uh, will will employ in his own relationship. I I just happen to be a proponent of being a part a part of a whole. You know that you are a part of the relationship that does not mean you have to constantly answer to them. And she even says in, in, in the email that she doesn't need him to check in with her before he makes the plans. I'm just saying that he's skipping a very important step, which is like step two, tell her, Oh man, I hate plans. I hate them too. I hate hate plans. Oh, I hate plans. You know, life is what happens when you're making other, have you ever heard that? I've heard it. I, well, you didn't finish the (laughs) life is what happens. Life is what happens when you're making. Life is what happens when you're making other plans. Okay. Think about it. Think about that for a second. I, I really, That's horrible. That's a really I hate dark plans, guys. I if down. I know I have nothing can ruin a weekend faster than me, f- faster for me than knowing I have plans. You know, you know what always kills me? It's it's like I make the plans, say on a Thursday to do something Saturday, and I'm like, yeah, okay, this is gonna be awesome. We're gonna hang out. Then Friday, it's like, oh, we're doing that thing tomorrow, and it's always like ten minutes before the event. Yes, and you're, like, oh, I don't want to like, do this uh, thing. Uh, I wish I could stay home, watch Storage Wars. So comfortable. Oh, that happens to me for concerts. Like I, I always like buy t- tickets for concerts like months in advance, and I look forward to them. And then the day of, like. Maybe maybe my tummy hurts, and maybe we just started watching Battlestar Galactica again, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, this is like I would, I this is way better than the other thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really, yeah. Concerts are uh, an investment that really, I I'm not sure they always pay off, um, because it is just a constant stream of inconvenience for a moment when you are are lose yourself in the music it really is it really is out of control inconvenient to go to any shows like any concert ever has been what about like an outdoor show where you have to park a hundred years away Mm -hmm. and walk Mm -hmm. with a with a with your bottle of wine and they give you a fucking mason jar at the entrance that you have to poop and pee in because there's no bathrooms anywhere (laughs) and then imagine if you're like me and all the bands you like also share a demographic with like 50 year old rednecks who will smoke in your face and bump you and like dump their beers on your blanket fortunately for you travis the only artist that you like is neil diamond so like, um, that is not true once that is neil diamond and journey and sticks how many of those have you scratched off the list i have i have seen journey Okay. Uh, I have I've not seen Neil Diamond. I had the opportunity in Dallas, and tickets where I shit you not like two hundred and fifty dollars a piece. Man, that story about when Travis almost went and saw Neil Diamond is I one of my know. favorite anecdotes. Did you I meet him? It's not gonna pay off. Did but. you Did you meet him? <laughs> Neil Diamond, you say? Yeah. Did you no. meet him at the concert you almost went to? <laughs> I almost met him. Did you I almost get, met him? <laughs> I swear we were in the parking lot. I was standing on the hood of my car looking for him. But he yeah. wasn't there. Well, yeah. that's a shame. That reminds me of the time I almost met Mitchell Mousseau from uh, iCarly. Right. I wish you would he stop could, mentioning names. Though. He was at the he was at the knows. Grove the day before I was. Oh, I see. Oh, you're I, like an almost name dropper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I Griffin and I almost met Tim Heidecker once because we saw Prometheus with him, and I got and, too nervous to talk to him. And we were too nervous to say hi. It was a great story. 
<laughs> Pretty good. Still we okay. should. Oh, you should make plans to almost hang out with someone. <laughs> Maybe we uh, we're planning on this weekend. Uh, you guys should almost come over, and we should almost go see Argo. But mm-hmm. at the last minute, we should blow it off, get some Thai food, and stay at home. Or like good. we should make plans, but you thought we were going to the five o'clock one, and we thought we were going to the seven o'clock one, and we almost watched the same movie together. That'd mm-hmm. be great. Griffin, can I get a Yahoo up in this piece? Yeah, I'll I'll pop off. I'll I'll blow my load. Uh, this <laughs> Yahoo is sent in by Sapindle. Thank you, Sapindle. It's by Yahoo Answers user Nick101, who asks. I'm looking to learn about Nick, but I want to get it on the ground level. I uh, not- do you have any advanced courses like a Nick 202? Or hey man, if you really want to start in on the Nick situation, you gotta start with Nick 101. I took Nick AP classes in high school. Those credits oh. transfer over. Hey. So, my parents found a dildo I ordered. How do I handle this situation? I'm 19 and not gay or anything, but my parents accidentally opened my package and found that I had ordered a dildo. After having an extremely awkward conversation with my mom over the phone, I am left with quite a situation to sort out. Please help. Yeah, this is quite this is quite the situation. It's quite a situation, quite Nick a quandary. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a gift dildo? That's He's I guess that's your option. If you see if you'd order from Extreme Restraints, they ship everything with like a like a fake like a facade over the actual present that makes it look like mm-hmm. like a Kindle Fire or something like yeah. that. Yeah, like, keep oh, your piles fire. like super straight come Christmas time. Yeah, may keep them really really mm-hmm. diligently straight. <laughs> they actually uh, Extreme Restraints actually does send you a Kindle Fire with every purchase, and then you yeah, press a special button givers. on it. And then it digitizes a dildo right there for you. It uses 3D modeling technology mm-hmm. to dildos to... in disguise. <laughs> it transforms. It goes and then it you transforms a dildo. dildo. And then you put it inside you. And then you take it out and Angry Birds. <laughs> it actually turns into a flock of Angry Birds. So why did you put me inside you? Flock, Dude, flock, I can't flock, finish flock. unless a bunch, unless somebody shoots a bunch of Angry Birds at my junk. That is the only way I can do it now. So. I think the best the best course of action for this gentleman is is misdirection. And when his mom's like, hey, why did you get a dildo? You say, no, mother, why did you open my package? That's Was a- it addressed to you? Yeah. <sighs> good day. Uh, I forgive you. Good day. You. You're forgiven. Me, <laughs> um, man, again, this is one of those, like, 90% of the questions on this show, we just need more info. If I need some like detail, some more deets. I feel like it is unfair of Nick to say I ordered this dildo. I'm not gay, or and then didn't finish that sentence with the reason I did mm-hmm. is blank. Well, maybe he did order it to like ram jam it, but like I don't know. I don't. Why don't you tell your parents to fuck? You're 19. You can't drink yet, but you can smoke and vote. Yep. And at the same time. At the same time. <laughs> you can smoke, vote, and ram jam a Bilbo right up in you, and you don't need to explain yourself to goddamn anybody. Except you know, the polling place attendant mine. who's going to wonder why you're ram jamming inside the polling place. And why you pressed, uh, why you selected it with a cigarette. Mm-hmm. This one's for you, Obama. Um, <laughs> I, I just recently got told by a friend of mine who also works in theater that sometimes if they need to drop in a line to, like, hook something in above an audience, they'll tape a dildo to the line because it's soft and they don't have to worry about it, like, hurting somebody, but it's heavy enough to pull the line down. Pause. Um, pause. The, yeah. Pause the world. Because if that – if so the logic is it's not heavy and hard, so if it falls on somebody, it doesn't kill them. But if it, you're watching, oh, this is my favorite production of Macbeth I've ever – well, what just hit me in the ear? Well, it kind well, of feels like they tape it up. They dress it up. They wrap it in foam so it is not identifiable as a dildo. Oh. But apparently it is a very commonly used theater practice to use a dildo to wait a line. Okay. How about a book? Or how about a Nerf missile? Or how about a banana? Or how about <laughs> – uh, the other 100,000 things. Did you not know, things. Griffin? Techies is freaky. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I suppose. Techies is freaky. I think you should just tell your parents why you got the dildo, whatever that reason may be, and mm-hmm. then they'll respect Mother, you. father, may I sit you down for a moment, please? I bought this dildo for me. I don't I'm have to use answer it your to, questions. I'm going to use it to fling Angry Birds at my dick, because that's I'm how feeling, I do. I'm feeling like... 
20, 20 does has been about obviously getting it. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and we're still weighing a few different options for 2013 themes, but mm-hmm. I feel like maybe 2013 should just be no more secrets. Yeah. How Ooh. many, how many of our, like, how many of our, our, our problems here on the show would be solved by just no more secrets? Mm-hmm. You know, let's, let's stop it. Let's just be honest. No more secrets, guys. But that's not good. It's 13. I can't think of anything that rhymes with 13 that makes it sound. 20 does is like 20 do. You know? 20 do. Right. Do it. Just do it. Just get it. Just do it, Nike. Just do it. Just get it. Reebok is their motto. Uh-huh. Jump, jump good. Skechers. It's the S. <laughs> <laughs> faster. Faster, faster, faster. Nike. Faster. These shoes... They're for, these shoes are for poor kids, kids. <laughs> poor kids, kids. Get it, get them. What year is it? British Knights. <laughs> <laughs> I can do this all day. It's fun. I really, really want some Reebok Bump. <laughs> they don't sell them anymore. <laughs> if you move fast enough, the end kind of looks like a Nike New Balance. <laughs> <laughs> What in the world? Uggs. <laughs> I, I wish that the I'm a, Uggs had I'm just a du- I'm a I'm a depression era child in Appalachia. Paperbacks. <laughs> God. Uh um I think we should probably go to the money zone. Not, I mean, we just got a punch for money from all of those. From <laughs> <laughs> Uggs and moon and moon and moon shoes. Did we do moon shoes? No, we didn't. Hey, I'm gonna fucking kill that kid. Wheelies. <laughs> that That's kid the shoe. Talk. That's the shoe speaking, right? Yeah. You. No, I hate these fucking rolly pieces of shit mm. that won't stop rolling around. Just walk. In my day, we walked. We didn't have wheels in our shoes. Our first message is for Chelsea from Joe, who is in all caps, boyfriend. 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 Let there be no doubt. (laughs) I am boyfriend. You made it to 25, Chelsea. Congratulations. You're a Pokemon master, sexy freedom trail tour guide, an all-around awesome lady. You we left love out the shit. She said he said fucking awesome lady. I know. I'm trying to I'm trying to tone it down. We're coming up on candlelights. We love the shit out of you. And he said Ugh. shit. So, happy birthday from Joe, Connor, Terry, Lauren, and Mike. Don't be late for the Bacchanal. Um, I I want to know what the sexy freedom trail is. Um. And I really look. Grim, Travis, I'm not an I'm not a linguistics expert. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's saying she's a sexy guide on the Freedom Trail, not as you have surmised here, a sexy a, a guide on a sexy Freedom Trail. Justin, do you know what happens when you assume? I guess you got me there, Trav. I'm sorry. You didn't even like take a second to Google it. I need you to Google Sexy Freedom Trail, please. It, I'm pretty sure it's just the one Freedom Trail isn't that what in they Boston. Call, isn't that what they call it when like, you have pubes on your gut that like leads down to your, to your <laughs> pee-pee or vagina? Yeah, right. Speaking of pee-pees and vaginas, uh, we also want to tell you guys about Extreme Restraints. It's a website where you can order all the latest fuck, fuck props. They say, I think toys is too much for these works of art. I oh, think there are tools. Fuck accoutrement. Really. Accoutrement. How about a country? <laughs> <laughs> Cannot. 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 If you use a coupon code MIDDLIST, you can save 20% at the site, which is, of course, located conveniently at extremerestraints.com. Uh, go there and get all your accoutrement. Nope. Guys, we got so no, you can't cannot. pull it off, Justin. We got so many tweets last week from people like uh, like overjoyed that this mm-hmm. partnership had been struck up. That it had been it had been it had been reignited. Cuz there were some fears after we went without for like one week. People were like, "What happened? Was it me? 
Was it something I did? Talk to me, Daddy and Mommy. Did I not buy enough? Did I not buy enough dildos? And but, Here's what I would say to you. Please go to the website. Use that coupon code. Because every once in a while, we get a list, an, an anonymous list of all the things our listeners have bought with that code. And it, we, it is really the highlight. It's uh, like we don't get uh, – other than like tweets and books, which is what you call Facebook interactions, um, like we don't get we don't get to like gauge – you guys like the kind of people that you are so when we yeah. get, or what gauge of dildo you're getting yeah so when we get a list saying like you bought you bought like a butt hammer called little stomper then like <laughs> we that inf- that informs us about the character the shape and angle of your character that helps us to customize the show for your enjoyment that's mm-hmm. it think of it like a focus group because we want to know the angle of your dangle and this is how we do this is how we do that i want to say a big hello to sam seeger this is from alex ally chris mary max nat and will they have a very specific script here so i'm going to read it exactly sam yes you sam seeger we can see you don't just sit there in your striped cardigan sipping water at your desk or watching your shocked face from the camera in the hippo statue. You need to stop masturbating all the time. Stop masturbating. Your friends just want to say happy birthday. Here they are. And then it says here, talk in funny voice. Which I, I, don't I know, have two problems. Specific. First of all, okay. we're not fucking clowns for hire. We, <laughs> we are a little If you bit. want clowns for hire, hire us from our clown service. Silly guys. Moreover, with a Z. hey, has anyone ever been to a fancy restaurant? You can't just go with eight people and then get the most expensive dish on the menu and be like, oh, all eight of us are going to split it. Let's watch these. Let's keep Let's keep it to a minimum on these group messages. Cause these pilots. Are you saying you that each one should have bought an individual message I'm saying message each one Sam. of them could have maybe picked up the tab for an individual And our next message is also for Sam and also this one and this one. And this one. Right. There's no Groupon for what we're doling out, <laughs> yeah. guys. Let's try to get a handle on it. I want to get a handle on Jeff in North Attleboro from uh, his buddy Mike Cantor. Uh, maybe his lover. I don't know. I I, I wouldn't suppose. Uh, but Perhaps happy twenty ninth birthday. His boss. Mm-hmm. Maybe his boss. Maybe his love. His his lover. His boss. Maybe is his, his hog. Maybe, maybe his it's nemesis. Like a, a Shades of Grey kind of situation where they signed a contract. Mm. We can only oh, assume okay. because we got literally no information other than happy twenty ninth birthday. Um, so we're guessing here, but we we hope. Uh, Jeff has a great one, and uh, that's for your buddy Mike. So happy 29th, Jeff. We're or proud as of you. You call him Mr. Cantor. How did you guys? <laughs> how did you guys spend your 29th? I spent my 29th getting into a car accident and thinking about doing 365 new things before I turned 30. <laughs> Pretty good. All at the birthday. same time, it all flashed into my it flashed into my mind as I collided with the pleasant elderly couple in front of me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Were they so pleasant that you just had to destroy them? Is that what happened? (laughs) Yeah. Was it like they stopped that fucking railroad track? Who does that, old people? I just wanted to destroy something elderly. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to destroy something weathered. Jesse Thorne here, proprietor of MaximumFun.org. Look, we had a great time in the Poconos and everything, but there's no way we are forgetting about our annual trip to Lake Arrowhead here in Southern California. So, unless the world ends first by Mayan prophecy, Max FunCon West will be held May 31st through June 2nd, 2013. Join us for a showcase of elite stand-up comedy performers in the woods, plus informative classes and talks from some of the best creative minds in the nation. If you've been to Max FunCon before, get ready to reunite with your old friends, and if you're a first-timer, get ready to make a whole ton of new ones. Registration is now open at MaxFunCon.com, so act fast. MaxFunCon pretty much always sells out, and we don't expect this year to be any different. Remember, go to MaxFunCon.com. About three months ago, me and my best friend started dating. Since we're both part of a small community of mutual friends and colleagues who love to gossip, we kept our relationship secret. Enjoy it while it lasts. You got fucking 29 more days of that. For 2013, no more secrets. But now that we're serious, I feel uh, silly having to keep my distance from my boyfriend when I'm out in public. And my friend's trying to set me up with guys since they think I'm still single. How do I convince my boyfriend it's time to go public? And how can I break the news to this small community without it becoming dramatic gossip? That's from Mary in Illinois. How do you not – how – 
what what is what does everyone love more than anything else in the world people they know getting together no yep oh you're wrong the answer is is knowing some shit that they shouldn't know that maybe not everybody else knows so in your in your attempt to keep gossip from happening Having, created gossip. You have created the juiciest, most <laughs> thirty-one. <laughs> do you know how you avoid gossip? You do the fucking Alan Alda move from West Wing season seven. Yes. You hold a press conference and you just talk it out for like four hours. Mm-hmm. You answer every question. You stand and you fucking deliver because what you have. Mm, God, it's so <laughs> fucking. Oh, gonna blow my load. It's thirty-one flavors and I want to taste each one. You have done <laughs> fucked up. You've created the juice most... You, they have probably hired a fucking private investigator because they want to know so bad. Oh, God. Oh, when the first you person... The press it in the, you hid the present in the closet and then you told the kids not to go in the closet or else Santa wouldn't come for them and now fucking the closet is all they can think about. And it's uh, too late now. It's Because you've already yeah. had a brief period. You're trapped of, in the closet. If you say it now... <laughs> if you come out with it now, all they're going to talk about is those two... Fucking devilishly sexy months. Who knows what's going what on? What were they two, doing? What was that about? Months. They probably didn't want us to know because of how m- they were just pressing their butts together all the time. <laughs> the <hell laughs> they were just pooping back and forth. Yeah. Man, stop, Travis Griffin. Wait till you get married. You are gonna learn so much about what sex is. Well, I heard once you get married, they don't let you put your butt on their butt again. <laughs> no, you yeah. need to put your fanny against their fanny. Yeah. I heard if you put a penny in your jar every time you put the your butt on her butt in the first year of marriage and then every time after you take them out at the end then at the end you have to put all the pennies in your butt mm-hmm. <laughs> that is true 100 percent true that is <laughs> i read that in malcolm gladwell's the outliers <laughs> man travis just wants everybody to know he read a book <laughs> i just want it to be known and and to be fair i listened to it I cannot read. Uh, Jesus. Uh, well, ma'am, as it says in Malcolm Gladwell's The Outliers, I'll have the uh, chicken McNuggets and an extra large Coke. Excuse me? Can you not hear me? I'll turn down my book on tape. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, listen, um, you got to... And you first, c- first and foremost, I need I need you to be honest. I, I truly believe that anytime someone says, we're going to get together, but we need to keep it secret from our group of friends, the reason you do that is because you guys weren't sure if it was going to work out and you didn't yes. want to make it a big thing. Travis is 100% right. He's very wise. So now that you know it's going to work out, you need to just straight up be like, hey, we're dating. And don't just tell one person because that's how you create gossip. Yeah. That's like damming a river, right? And then you put a small hole in it. That's how it all breaks apart and becomes a thing. Just yep. tell everyone all at once. Travis had it right the first time. Do an uh, do an Alan Alda press conference. <laughs> Can you do a press conference at the office? Just have everybody. Hi. Hello. Thank you all for coming. I've called you together for an important announcement. The problem is, where are you going to find a sign language interpreter at this hour? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know you're probably wondering why me and Derek are touching our butts together. Well, <laughs> let me go ahead well, and clear up any confusion there may be. Hola, me amo. <laughs> me amo es Greg. Es mi... Uh, Hermana, uh, Kelly, that means sister. Let me start <laughs> My over. My sister Kelly and I, now I know that this seems especially shocking now that you know we are blood relations. <laughs> we have been secret brother and sister and secret dating. How is your world? We just changed it. To be fair, we've only been brother and sister for a month and we've been dating for three. So <laughs> figure that one out. Thanks for getting married, mom and dad. New mom and new dad. Um. Yeah, but just be straight up. Just... You create gossip by not telling people. Like, what's interesting to people is not knowing for sure whether you guys are together. Now, uh, how much of full disclosure are we talking about? Like, will they? do they really have to be like, we are dating, and we press our butts together, like, on the reg twice a day? Because then they're going to, once you, if you just come out and say, hey, so just so you guys know, Derek and I are dating, then they're going to be like, oh, they'll, like, they'll be like, oh, we're so happy for you. And then when you leave the fucking room, the second you do, they're going to turn to each other and be like, what do you think their butt pressing schedule's like? Uh-huh. What's that, your, that is exactly what people tell do. Me about their, like, tell me about their routines. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What if you just pretended like you assumed everybody already knew? 
So Ooh. like go out, go out on like a group thing or whatever, and just like hold hands and kiss and like do all the PDA. And God, like, we're like, what the fuck? Be like, we've been dating for like two fucking months. Where have you been? When did Travis become the Wizard of Fucking Oz? Like he's so smart, he, right? Like uh, I read fucking Malcolm Gladwell's The Outlaw. <laughs> <laughs> We need to wrap this up. This has been a lot of fun. We've had a lot of fun here today. Let's do one more. Okay. Real or Yahoo or what? Um. Well, I have I have a Yahoo. You want to see if you guys like it? Yeah. Let's see how it tastes. It's working. I figured we should do at least one candle night's question. Okay. Um. It was sent by Emily Wall. Thank you, Emily. It's by Yahoo Answers user Poppy who asks. Gerbil Christmas presents. Uh huh. Well, I'm going to switch out Christmas for candle nights for the rest of the question. Uh, okay. Well, because who celebrates Christmas anymore, really? Yeah, that's a little 2011 for my days. Uh, well, this year for candle nights, I have no idea what to get my gerbils. All I have got is a great ball, a toilet roll. <laughs> Please help. Wait, what? A toilet roll? Yeah, gerbils are like they. It's like a fun little bunker for them. Oh, like the like the inside tube. Yeah. Not like to wipe their gerbil butts. No, 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 no. Well, I don't know. I don't know how gerbils do. I can't understand the words of the question. Okay. Should I do it again but slower? Yeah, do it again slower. So I can finish. (laughs) Well, this year, for candle nights, I have no idea what to get my gerbils. All I have got is a great ball, a, a toilet roll, please help. Is he saying he's already got a ball and he needs another idea? <laughs> the only answer. I, I got the ball. I got the toilet roll, but that's not enough. They're going to throw that back in my face. If I do you, I guess what I'm asking is, Yahoo answers, do you know what my gerbils are getting me? Because <laughs> so how much have they spent so that I know how much I need to spend? The only answer on the question says, a great ball or a toilet roll. <laughs> <laughs> What if I mean, you got like, your bases covered. What if you the got dude, all the like, sells his car to get them some new like chew toys, but they sell their teeth to get him like a new air freshener for his car? <laughs> <laughs> Gift to the matchable. Man, I'll allow my it. poor man toes are on fire today. I love- even worse is like when he gives him the great ball and the toilet roll and like Rolex watches, and they're like, "Oh, we didn't get you anything, oh, Steve." I, we don't Steve, I didn't know we had that kind of relationship, like, but. I mean, we are gerbils. Oh. Do you want me to bite you? That's we, a thing I can do. And then, like, one of them runs into their hutch real quick and, like, throws a bottle of wine left over from a dinner party into a bag. And they're like, here, Steve. Here. We picked this out just for you. Mm-hmm. It's uh, The cork came out accidentally. I don't understand <laughs> how it happened. <laughs> and we chewed on it. We chewed on it. Sorry that we're gerbils and you don't have a girlfriend. I know what you can get a gerbil. How about you get him, you get him a nut? <laughs> it's so cute what when they you, try to get in there. Give, what are they trying to get at? Give him a few corn nuts and he tries to stick them all in his mouth at the same time. And he's got those big old cheeks he's, like Garfield. Got, Ooh, get him surgery. Yeah. Can you make your <laughs> cat eye on that plastic surgery? Make your gerbil look exactly like Garfield. <laughs> That's going to be a cool uh, look for him. He'll be the toast of, I, guess, I don't know, what you keep me at cage. Of the, ter- the, of the terrarium. Hutch. You know, here's the thing, though. What's up? I'm going to be honest and say when, when you know, my dog was still around, I got her Christmas present. Yeah, sure. But that's like, a yeah, fucking... Yeah, Travis, but you didn't ask internet strangers yes. how to how many plastic bones to buy. Oh, so you're saying that it's cool as long as you keep it secret and safe. No, I'm saying, why don't you know your gerbils well enough to know what they want? <laughs> why do you think the internet has a deeper personal connection with your gerbils than they do? Like, are you, you just going to check your gerbils Facebook? What the fuck? Go to your go to your gerbils, go to Pinterest your gerbils armoire, see if they're out of white diamonds, and just buy them some more. <laughs> buy them things they've already got and just replenish those if you're out of ideas. Gerbil, have uh. you ever seen 12 Monkeys? I got it for you on Blu-ray. <laughs> I thought you might enjoy it. Oh, you're afraid of monkeys. Um, and and Blu-ray. And discs. And, and discs. Great. Cool, cool, cool. This has been our advice show, my brother, my brother, and me. Uh, we hope you've had as much fun as we have, which is to say some. No. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for tweeting about the show. Thanks to 
uh, Decanique, Roman Noodles, Stump Freak, Jason E. Becker, Whittleton, uh, Iron Sean, Iggy K, um, MBAM Wisdom is an account that tweets out quotes from the show. Um, so, uh, you know, go follow that one. It's got 1,400 followers, believe it or not. <laughs> also, uh, we're preparing for our, our special Candle Nights episode. I think this year we're going to go with like a gift-giving gift guide theme. Uh, we've already gotten a couple of really awesome, great questions, so uh, make sure to send in all of your Candle Nights gift-giving questions and try to put it in the subject line, you know, Candle Nights or something along those lines so that I can recognize them right away. Um, I can't wait for Candle Nights, you guys. I'm so oh, no, excited. It's getting closer. Uh, and of course, as all Candle Nights episodes, it will be, it'll be cuss-free. Yeah. Yes, it'll be family-friendly. Uh, I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. The what? Sorry? The, the albumin. The albumin. The albumin? Yeah, you crack open okay. the disc, and it's that soft membrane through which all the rock lives. Um, so th- so thank you. Thank you, John Roderick. I had something I wanted to say, and I can't remember it now. Uh, I want to say we were reminded from a couple of tweets this week that there is only a month left in 20 does, and if you have not gotten it yet, yeah. y- you have like 28 days to get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, reminder to get your tickets for Max Funcon West. You can go to maxfuncon.com. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a ton of amazing guests and, and fun activities, and you don't want to miss it. It so. was life-changing for us, I think it's safe to say. Mm-hmm. Um, Head on over there. It makes a great gift. Listen to all the other Max Fun podcasts. Jordan, Jesse, go. Stop podcasting yourself. Throwing Shade. Judge John Hodgman. Risk. Memory Palace. International Waters. I wish they'd stop adding them because that that's all I can remember, and I think I probably – oh, Bullseye? God damn it. Yeah, you'll get them next time. There's a lot of podcasts. And uh, make sure you subscribe on iTunes and rate us there and, and give us a review if you haven't. It really helps us out. And we got to beat, beat uh, I don't know, Jimmy Pardo or somebody. Yeah. I want to beat all of them. I want to beat Adam Carolla. Yeah. I just want to, if we don't get to the top of iTunes, I'm going to blow my load. Yeah. <laughs> Griffin, do you have a final question for us? I do. Uh, this final Yahoo was um, sent in by Nick Robinson. Thank you, Nick Robinson. It's by Yahoo Answers user Evan E., who absolutely has to know. Why does everyone think Son of the Mask was so bad? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. School on the lips.